Being a kid in the 90s was never easy. You had to worry about bullies and grades and getting covered in secret chemicals that give you stupid superpowers. It's the secret world of Alex Mack. Join us as we lather ourselves in compound GC-161 inside the idiot box. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. We're back, baby. Uh-huh. We need to intro all of our episodes with this song from now on. It's a return. A return. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Not only are we returning, but our good friend is returning with us. Sean Cantley from the I'm Not Crying, You're Crying podcast. What up, Sean? Yeah. What's up? It's me, the Mac, and I have returned. Yeah, with Alex Mack this week for some reason. Oh, yeah, no, because it's uh, it's childhood greatness. That's why. It's that, that's why. And he did so in such a timely fashion. So thank yes. you, Sean. Thank you. Yes. I have been singing that song this whole time I've yeah. been watching the show. Return uh, of Alex Mack. Before we get too far into <laughs> it, welcome again. to Inside the Idiot Box. Once again, we have, as always, Jeff Griffith. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Josh Barker. Happy Halloween, everybody. Motherfucker, no. why? Dude, no. we record these things so far in advance. I don't know when we this is airing anymore. We just celebrated Thanksgiving. Are we doing Halloween 2022? I don't oh think God. that's true. Uh, Scott Berklin. Hello, everybody. And of course, like I mentioned, Sean motherfucking Cantley. What's up, Sean? What up, ladies? <laughs> oh, what? Ooh, hey, I didn't say who I was. Who are you? Juan Ledesma. All right, so no. we oh, are. I don't think Whoa. that's true. That's not true at all. So once so again, who are you? Do you are you forced to say it? I don't right. know if it's a rule or something. I'm not forced to say it. Are, are you Juan Ledesma, but artistically Dennis Satterfield? Is that, is that who right. you are? <laughs> who would win in a fight artistically, Dennis Satterfield or Juan Ledesma? Dennis. Yeah. Have you watched Alex Mack? God, I did watch Alex Mack. Then you are not Juan Ledesma. That's a good point. He does, <laughs> yeah, a, see, he does he no not, prep for his show. He yeah. watched anything. <laughs> yeah, he, he shows up, he talks, he says fuck you, and then he leaves. That is, <laughs> that's, right. that's his every, role. Every episode of I'm Not Crying, You're Crying is You need the one bad. stooge who has no idea what's going on, hasn't watched anything. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it you. works. Hey, but we love him. Fuck you. We love him. Fuck yeah, you. yeah, 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 yeah. We love him. Whatever. Hey. Of course, yeah, I mean, obviously we love he him. He does all the work. But fuck you. All right, so this week we chose a, what we call a Cantley, right? So that was in the big board of all Well, the we ran- didn't choose it. Fate did. Fate chose the Cantley. Yes. They gave us, Fate, goddamn you, gave us the Cantley. Screw you, Fate. Um, my favorite band is Fate No More. <laughs> oh, they're so good. <laughs> Featuring Mike Patton. <laughs> Stupid, I'm going to cut that out. Dennis, that. You, want it, you want it all, but you can't have it. I'm going to flop around on the stage like a fish. <laughs> All right. So nobody gets out except for Josh. All right. So um, anyways, yes, as fate would have it, we watched <laughs> the secret life of Al- you know, the secret world of Alex Mack. Is that's that's the name of it, right? The yeah. secret. Yeah. The secret uh, world of Alex Mack. Because that's that was the random pick. Why did you choose that particular show as one of the Cantleys, John? You know, Besides your hatred of us. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not that I hate you. It's that you, you asked me to find something that I thought would be torturous to you. And I thought I would just pick something that I liked because you guys loved out of this world. Wait a second. I think he's he's remembering this way differently than I'm remembering <laughs> this. Yeah, Nobody you, loved that show. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. It was I actually I, I asked Sean prior to recording, like, you know, on a scale of like one to ten. 
how badly am I going to want to punch you in the crotch over this choice? And <laughs> he said 11, having watched it now three times, I'm going with 12. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's true. That is true. Uh, when I rewatch this episode, I, I don't know why I, I like this show so much when I was a kid. Uh, but I, I think it just it, it fed into the trope of like, you know, kid with secret powers. It's, it's in my wheelhouse. So just to clarify, like for for Josh and and Dennis and and Jeff, did any of us? What is Sean the only one that had experience with this before now? Oh yeah, no, I've I've never seen an episode of the show. Nope. Yeah, me neither. I was aware of it. I've heard of it before. I've never even heard of it. I had heard of it. I had never seen an episode. It was it was if I recall correctly, it was on Nickelodeon, right? Yes, yes. It was it was part of like the the tween content, right? Like uh, they 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 had it on Saturday night. They called it Saturday Night Nick. It was uh, yes, yeah, Snick. It was part of Snick. Uh, Snick, it, it, which by the way, oh, if you're hey. not if you're not familiar, they got that name from the sound that Wolverine's claws make when they go through his fist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Does that hurt? I don't know. It doesn't hurt him. He's fine. Wolverine was the German version. Schnicked. <laughs> I didn't watch the show simply because it was the uh, mid '90s, and I was listening to Faith No More. That's, That's what I was doing. Exactly. <laughs> All he was doing. Yeah, this was when because they made a transition. I think up until like the '90s, they had mostly done sitcommy type stuff. And that sort of you you saw that arc start in the '80s with like you can't do that on television and stuff like that. And then they started to get, I don't want to say serious, that's not the right word, but it was no. more scripted. Yeah, not just variety. I, I, you can't even say drama. I don't know what not you class this as, but yeah, not not variety, not sitcom. Yeah, this uh, this aired during the the my, my prime time of my youth where I could watch shows like The Secret World of Alex Mack, Keenan and Kale, all of that. Uh, Clarissa explains it all. And I don't know if you guys have seen any of these shows. Mm. Did, did does Clarissa them. explain at any point how bad this show is? <laughs> like, is there an explanation provided for that? Explain why this show got made. Well, she does explain it all. So you I know have what? to assume. I probably didn't get to that, to that episode. So probably. That was the season finale. All right. Well, uh, let us plow ahead here. And uh, Jeff, why don't you tell us about the secret world of Alex Mack? Well, Alex Mack was an ordinary teenage girl living with her parents, George and Barbara Mack, and older genius sister, Annie Mac getting ready to go into junior high. But on her first day, a truck from the evil Paradise Valley chemical plant transporting an illegal chemical ends up crashing and spilling a mysterious liquid all over Alex, who unfortunately dies three days later of epidermal trauma, internal hemorrhaging, and violent diarrhea. Uh, Your Honor, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, for some reason, it gave her superpowers, including telekinesis, the ability to shoot electricity from her fingers melt into a CG puddle on command, mm. as well as glowing yellow skin when nervous or in danger. She keeps the secret from everyone except her genius sister and her best friend, Ray Alvarado. Other supporting characters include Louis Driscoll, the tolerated asshole of the group, Robin Russo, the G-rated goth of the group, uh, Daniel Atron, the CEO at the chemical plant, Vince Carter, head of security at the chemical plant, and Dave Watt, an idiot that works at the chemical plant, who is also the driver who spilled mysterious chemicals all over Alex. The show ran for four seasons from 1994 to 1998. And boy, are you on the mark with the bad CG. So you can tell at this point that every show like this is under pressure to have their own kind of Terminator 2 moments. Because mm, um, yeah. that came out in 91. And then sometime between then and this point, you've got 
like video toaster popping up on the Amiga 2000. And so you sort of have these prosumer, but very bad by today's standards methods of doing things like the puddle melting. Yeah. She looks like liquid Terminator. (laughs) Awesome. She does turn yellow, though, as Jeff said, whenever she's nervous or in danger. So would you guys say that she could telepathically recognize evil? Oh God! No! No, 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 this actually also has a theme song uh, that explains what the show is about. Not that you didn't do a great job explaining it, Jeff, but I would be remiss if I didn't play this amazing Tell It Like It Is theme yes. song. Please do. I'm Alex Mack. I was just an average kid until an accident changed my life. And since then, nothing's been the same. My best Ew. friend Ray thinks it's cool. God. My sister Annie thinks I'm a science What's that project. noise? <laughs> they they keep turning into liquid terminators. <laughs> Not even my parents. Uh. I know the chemical plant wants to find me and turn me into some experiment. <laughs> Did she fart? It's not so average anymore. Ah, music by Manny Elfman. Who is <laughs> so Manny come Elfman's. on down to Manny Elfman's discount theme warehouse. Really bad. The tech sound effects were very upsetting to me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. They're squishing oh. and farting and killing ducks and all sorts of things. <laughs> That's very strange. Oompa, 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 oompa. Uh, what was the episode that you picked for us, Sean? What was it called? Uh, this episode was called Mac TV. And uh, it's uh, it's where Alex and her classmates, they are chosen to uh, to make a film. Yeah. And, they, and Alex and her best friend, Ray Alvarado, ladies. <laughs> Chooses to to make a, an action film that stars Alex running away from those very people who sprayed toxic waste on her. It was great. <laughs> Convenient. Wow. And what's what's weird about this? Well, I, probably not just this episode, but I'll never know because I'll never watch another one. Nope. Is we talked at the top about how this is that weird sort of transition from the like sitcom Nick stuff to the non sitcom stuff, but. All of it is played every bit as broad and goofy, but there's no laugh track to soften the badness of it. So it's yeah. all just very strange. Yeah. None of that was very good at all. But I don't know. Would I be more <laughs> mad about a fake laugh track or just silence after bad jokes? <laughs> Both can sure. be comedically effective. Uh, or, or just annoying. <laughs> exactly. I can't tell. She's got weird powers for getting spritzed with chemicals it's just kind of random yeah it like that happened to daredevil and all he got was like bat powers and blinded (laughs) what i I don't think you know what daredevil is daredevil got hit with some toxic waste and it fucked up his vision but then he can like you know he has sonar oh and he has no fear either that too yes he's the man without fear we we but dennis we watched the wrong episode like the episode after this there is this kick-ass 10-minute hallway fight oh. with, with Alex. That's, you got to see it. All right. Maybe I will watch that episode. Where she turns into liquid goo and just like yeah. slimes around. <laughs> exactly. And they're all just going, what the hell happened? Liquid so she has, the, she has the power to like manipulate electrical devices by like yep. shooting electricity out of her fingertips. Mm. She can turn into basically uh, like... 
liquid metal. Because I don't know why when she melts, she turns into kind of a metal look. You know, like she she, re, she reminds me of a Capri Sun. You ever you ever see the Capri Sun commercials? <laughs> yes. I, I just thought she would turn into a Capri Sun every time. And yeah. uh, that's cool. All maybe right. she I, was. Maybe there was Capri Sun in the the truck, and they just <laughs> you know that was its, uh, its <laughs> development name. It was a secret <laughs> recipe for for Capri Suns, and now she is part Capri Sun and part mutant with telekinesis. Oh wow! Okay, and extreme skateboarding powers. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, she's able. I mean, it to, was the '90s. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. We were all extreme back then. She was able to morph into like a liquid puddle that I, I guess was a thing. She's made of liquid puddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, Act One. Act One. The Atron. Is it Atron or Atron? It's 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 Atron because it's it's named after Daniel Atron, the uh, the main villain from this from this show. Oh, and she kind of owns a lot of the town, kind of thing. Is that yeah. where they're going with that? Yeah. So, so the Atron Junior High School is having its first annual film and video contest with Ray, Lewis, Alex, and Robin all fantasizing about the award show, how they imagine it'll be when they attend. So they think that they're this is going to be like the big. Breakthrough. Yeah, this is right, their... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so they be, just I'm, all have these fantasies. And they, I, strangely, they all fantasize about going to the exact actual award show, and it looks pretty much exactly the same for each yeah, one of them. Yeah, so yeah. in this scene, they're in the classroom. The teacher's telling them what the, uh, what the project is, and they all imagine that they're going to be given some sort of an award by their teacher, who's in a tuxedo, <laughs> and who looks like Rand Paul... Before he got into being a doctor slash politician. I am pleased to announce the first annual Danielle Etron Junior High Film and Video Contest. Wow. I'd like to thank everyone for this great honor. Especially oh those who voted me. It's Ray. The maker of the millennium. I like to say to Lewis Drift. What's, what's this music about? <laughs> and if you're good. It's like weird, bad meditation music. That's yeah. dream, dreamscape thank music. You. Oh, yeah, I God. can't tell if that's good or bad meditation music <laughs> or both. <laughs> or both. <laughs> they're, they're also told by the teacher that whichever film gets selected gets an automatic A for the semester. Yeah. But then he also tells them that it's going to be played on public access TV. So that's like your soul getting a D minus. F plus F plus. I just I, I saw the first one. And realize they're going to do this for like every kid in the class. Every kid in the yes. class gets a dream sequence. Like, every single me. one. I'm about to, I have to slog through each one of the, it just, as soon as you saw the first one, you knew you were in for another five yeah, minutes and, of but so-called most of, fantasy. And, and most of them are goofy, but there, there's some disturbing stuff in there as yeah, well. Yeah. So Robin is the character who's, I guess, kind of like supposed to be goth. Is what you were saying? But I, uh, maybe. I, I, I don't know. It, Sean, is she goth? Yeah, What's up? Well, is that I mean, the deal? She's, she's obviously, she, she's not a, a contemporary teenager. She's into alternative things, okay? So yeah, a little goth. Oh, a little okay. goth. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I think they're playing that for laughs. Like she's kind of a, an outsider or whatever, but it just made me sad because like, here, listen to her dream. Hold on a second. Can we please have someone remove Robin Russo from the auditorium? Jesus. She has no business here among all these happy and successful people. Holy shit. 
So all the other kids think that they're going to, yeah, all the other kids are like, I can't wait to win that award. And she's like, well, probably just kick me out of there. So, so Sean, is she, that's the shtick. She's always just depressed and self-hateful. Is that the thing? Yeah. Yeah. She, well, yes. And that, and she's, she's the, she's the activist too. So she's, you know, she's the feminist. She's the, she's the tree hugger. She's all, all those things. So whatever. So then they, they, they leave all the kids leave. And they're of course, as kids do, they're talking very excitedly about, you know, this whole film contest and what each person's going to do. And yeah. at the front of the pack is Lewis, who I'm going to refer to as the annoying one, mm-hmm. um, who's <laughs> you can tell the camera is tracking really slowly away from the kids because they want to get the whole scene in. And if you watch really closely, the kid that's playing Lewis the front tire of his bike is wavering back and forth because he's riding so slowly to not catch up to the camera that there's like one or two times he almost falls over and then he just rides out of frame. Like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> the one kid I would have liked to see fall off his bike. <laughs> Alex Mack falls off her bikes head. later. I would have liked to see. No, because Lewis Driscoll is a cocksucker in this wow. episode. You, he you, is you a know, motherfucking it, jackass cocksucker. It's Hate true. It's true, Dennis. And, you know, because he's a red haired little kid, I was waiting for him to say O'Doyle's rule uh, <laughs> during this. But the, and I remembered that it was a terrible 90s sitcom that I like. So I, I jumped back into the show. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Act two over at Evil Paradise Valley Chemical Plant. Head of security Vince Carter shows evil CEO Daniel Atron a device that can detect the chemical that spilled on Alex. And gave her superpowered cancer. <laughs> now, okay, so Vince Carter uh, is not the Toronto Raptors legend. This is actually oh, man. somebody else. This, oh, this guy. I got all excited about this one. Yeah, no, Vince Carter. This guy that plays Vince Carter uh, looks like a cross between <laughs> mid 80s SNL cast member Terry Sweeney and Gremlins 2 co star Dick Miller. If Dick you Miller? can kind of stick them together. <laughs> That's what this version of Vince Carter looks like. I'm Dick Sweeney. <laughs> he is yes. kind of, and I'm not, and I don't mean to like apply ageism here, but it is kind of interesting that they po- picked a guy who is clearly in his late forties, <laughs> mid to late forties uh-huh. to be the, the big, the big bad villain, but you know, whatever. Well, and they film them both like the way it's sort of uplit to sort of signify evil. It's a very Power Rangers villain scene, but Power Rangers were in the process of wrapping up their initial run by 96 around when this was made. So I I think they missed the boat on that one, but just a hair. Yeah, Yeah. I, I, you know, I always felt like this guy was super intimidating, but when I watch this episode again, I go, this, uh, you know what's throwing me off is this guy's large shoulder pads on his uh, his suit. (laughs) Well, uh, not just the large shoulder pads, which are spectacular, by the way. He's literally an inverted triangle, yep. <laughs> but has immaculate pronunciation of words. Yes, yes, he does. This device will one day be able to seek out the most minuscule traces of GC-168. <laughs> the what most minuscule. Like, oh. Wait, guys, what if you had to measure minuscule, what, what do you think that would look like? It's mechanic. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, God damn Come it! On. Two feet long. Needs to see that. See, anymore. I knew there was a reason I actually like this show, and I just gotten my heart on down. You just got Chang, <laughs> sucker! Oh, um, you just got Chang. 
this also in this villain scene, there's like, and I know I've said this a lot during the show about, especially about these early nineties, like late eighties things, but it was giving off some real tales from the dark side vibes. Mm. And in researching the villain, I learned that this actor that you're talking about uh, who plays Vince Carter, John Marzilli actually did four different episodes of tales from the dark side. Oh, so I was like, he- of course he's like, he's right in the acting pocket of, of, you know, that type of show. Did he play Vince Carter in those episodes of <laughs> tales from the dark side? Each character had to have shoulder pads. Yes. He played a triangle in each episode. <laughs> so this, this uh, interaction of the villains is also when we learn what their plot du jour is for the episode, yeah. <laughs> which is Vince has come up with this device that will actually detect GC-161, the compound that Alex came in contact with that gave her the superpowers. Yeah. So it's this weird sort of antenna thing that shoots laser beams and <laughs> mostly appears to make small objects fly about four inches off of whatever surface they're sitting on. Yeah. And Vince and Dave Watt, the buffoonish truck driver who uh, <laughs> caused the accident that gave Alex superpowers, seem terrified by the fact that this thing can make like envelopes fly in the air. Yeah, they don't want to get hit by that that laser beam that pushes things a couple inches across the table. That would be bad, right? Yeah, they're ducking and hiding behind desks and stuff. And uh, well, well I mean, mean I, what's your name? What's your name? Loves it. She thinks it's oh, a great yeah, idea. She's completely, yeah, just completely unfazed by it. What's her name? Is Daniel Atron? This is some beautiful machine. It appears to need some minor adjustments. <laughs> oh, that's when Vince goes Phil Silvers on us. <laughs> I can it see him like need some minor adjustments. I can see him fiddling with his tie while he's doing that. It made the envelopes fly, Daniel. Hey, does anyone know what Mac is an acronym for? No, what? I, I don't know. I was asking. I just assumed <laughs> everything. It's, everything has an acronym back in the nineties. So I just assumed. Massive anal cavity. <laughs> no. Jesus What's Christ. the K then? Ca- ca- cavity cavity? <laughs> I- I'm pretty sure that's not it. It, it could be. You don't know. Uh, this is massive anal cavity country, people. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I guess you uh, asked for it. Mobile armored strike command? <laughs> All right. Oh. Self-contained almost. underwater breathing apparatus. Oh, like Jacques Cousteau's. That yes. doesn't even make sense now. Now that doesn't make. Now that doesn't make sense. It makes all the. It makes all the sense. And no everything sense. up to this point has been tracking perfectly. <laughs> but I, you know, Scott, I think uh, I, I do think that laser beam is a, is another product of the the era of CGI, and that uh, Vince was directed that hey, you're gonna have to dodge some crazy laser, and then they put that that little beam on screen. <laughs> exactly. Trust us, uh, John. It'll look terrific in post. We'll we'll take care of all yeah. of it. The the other the other piece is that that you guys don't know because you this is the only episode you probably watch is that daniel atron and vince only meet in that dark room they they don't meet anywhere else they only they make <laughs> secret plans in the secret room <laughs> where they're going to capture gc 161 so if if power rangers was going off the air in 96 maybe they just bought the set <laughs> like, yeah if, if you guys were going to throw that out anyway <laughs> you're not using it i'll take it in preparation for this i did watch the pilot and that does not give you any more or less information than what you guys have seen in this show. 
it, it, that's the, the, all you took two bullets for us on this one i did i just wanted to make sure i had the you know the the background the the premise of the show is, is very simple and mac tv doesn't do anything different it's it's every every week it was some elaborate scheme and then uh vince and dave trying to find alex and her using her powers in some uh a god in the machine way to, to get away would you call that a deus ex machina <laughs> oh, nice well i'm done. impressed by that i don't well know done. why good night everybody i'm out of here yeah you need to leave dude um <laughs> get out now so so vince and dave don't know what alex mac looks like right they don't know that it's her no that that stole the secret compound cgc 161 no in the pilot the idiot like crashes the truck and it spills chemicals all over but he can't quite tell who it is because she's kind of a She's kind of an alternate, alternative music sort of like tomboy. Yeah, she looks like uh, uh, what's his name, the guy that shot himself in the face, but Kurt it was probably Cobain. his wife that did it. Yeah, 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 Kurt that guy, Kurt Cobain. Oh my god, Jim what? Neighbors. What? <laughs> <laughs> a different kind of shot. Galveston. <laughs> he did shoot himself in the face, but a different. What Wait, Jim about, Neighbor totally shot didn't. himself in the face, but in a different way. Like this is not <laughs> what? what? Not with a shotgun. It's just guys move on. What? You're thinking Jesus of Bob Christ. Crane? Surprise! 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 <laughs> This is why I took yoga all these years. No, no. <laughs> oh, I don't no. know what any of this means. <laughs> I make my own compound SG-161. No, you don't. No, you don't, Gomer. All right, act three, please. Good Lord. What? Oh, we're please. done? You sure? Okay, act hey, three. Hey, thank you. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to cut out every time you go, really? Are you sure we should go? Because I don't know. I got some more things to say. Just go. I know. I I thought you were amused by I, that. No, well, it's just more shit for me to cut out. Are you sure? Job security. No. <laughs> Job, Job security. <sighs> so, by the way, Sean. Yeah. Je- Jeff is the one of our podcast. He just makes oh. things way too hard. Aww. The only difference is you do a lot of work. Yeah, you actually contribute. It's actually it's amazing to see. It's uh, Jeff. Good on you. Good All on right. you. I'm yeah. the you're, you're universe a, one. You're a half one. <laughs> one is full on one. Guys, I just looked it up. We are the fourth Alex Mack podcast to mention and reference Bob Crane. <laughs> God damn it. So they, they all end up there eventually. This doesn't make sense. We can do Nobody. better. Nobody. Well, we could try. We could try we're, to get to number one. Let's keep working right. it. All right. Were we the first to mention Jim Neighbors, though? I dream the impossible. Galveston. <laughs> Act three. Back at the Mac house, a surprise guest, Grandma, has come for a visit. Oh, Over in the park, Lewis begins his video contest entry. I'm an asshole. <laughs> Across town, Alex and Ray begin filming when Vince Carter and his lackey Dave Watt use the device to detect and chase after Alex. This led to a spinoff series with Nickelodeon Surprise Grandma, I think. <laughs> well, everybody got into the game of uh, I'm an asshole as a show because this felt yes. like a very early kind of reality TV kind of like vibe to it. Yeah. And she has the most teased old person hair from the nineties. <laughs> I think I've ever seen. And it's teased out so far in the back that 
I was actually thinking if she turned her head sideways in one of the scenes, it would look like a xenomorph from aliens, <laughs> <laughs> like that weird sort of stretched oval shape in the back. The only 90s thing that didn't happen in the show was nobody got slimed. That's a good point. <laughs> it was on Nickelodeon. It could have happened. This is one of the most 90s shows. I'm sure every single cast member for this was on like the Nick Jr. Awards or something and got slime. Yeah. Grandma seems like a genuinely nice person, but they kind of treat her like she's a big fucking bitch. Somehow. You know, it, it's funny because I, I, I don't remember a, a lot about the grandma, but she just seems like she's they treat her that way because she's overbearing and in, in everyone's business. You know, she's, she's like, so nice. Like she's like supportive and like always is making food for people and yeah. doing nice things. And do you find her attractive? Is that what this is about? Well, I mean, she's not an <laughs> ugly woman. She's a if handsome. I, she is a handsome woman. She's a handsome woman. <laughs> so the, the reason your memories of her, Sean, are vague is as near as I could tell from looking her up, she's literally in one episode. Well, there you go. That's there it. You go. Oh. Yes. She did more episodes. This, this actress, Mina Kolb, has done more episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm than she did of uh, Secret World of Alex Mack. Where is Grandma now? Oh, alive. no. Oh, she's alive. Oh, hey, no, no, she's alive. Oh, she's alive. Oh, no, she do you take that back, sir? Okay. So here we go. Exactly. There we are. You tricked me. <laughs> if you're not dead, you're sexy. <laughs> I think that's the rule. <laughs> and this woman, according to Jeff, is dead sexy. Dead. Well, she's not unattractive. And I she would is not a handsome refuse, woman. A I would not refuse woman. her uh, services in bed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, they, they treat her like she's somehow annoying, even though and she is mildly, but she's not doing anything terribly egregious. And then at the end of the scene, the mom goes, just for a couple more days. <laughs> like it's been established that she's going to be here for two days or something. Nobody's ever talked about how long she's staying in this scene. Well, it's just bad writing is what that yep. is. It's just bad writing. No, that doesn't track for this. She's show. got a weird voice, though. I she don't does. like her voice. Some interesting pronunciations. Oh, Wait. yes. Here, here. Check this out. Oh, there's a little something on your face. It's a pimple, Grandma. Is it? Oh, is it? Is it? Is Does she do voice acting? Because that does sound like a, a voice actor's kind of like ability to like kind of add more more sauce into the to the interpretation of the if sound. she had Ugh. done VO stuff, I didn't see. She's She's got a pretty long resume on IMDb, but I didn't see... I don't is think I saw any uh, DMB. I didn't see any voice hollers. She will always be a hero in my book because one of her credits was an episode of Mama's Family. So, Which is Scott's favorite show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's well known. Um, he loves that show because he lived that show. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess we leave the Mac house. Yes. Yes, we do. And uh, we're out there seeing uh, Lewis film his TV show. Yeah, we get to see some <sighs> some video production in action. Uh, hi, you're what watching Cocksucker TV. Yeah, his Lewis first scene is to go with people. All right. He goes up to a girl and tells her that the guy is cheating on her or something like that. Yeah, I'm a fucking asshole. Hate that kid. And she goes running off to like figure out what's going on. And then he fucks with some people on the basketball court saying something about, I don't know, the coachers. So he's just doing all this shit to see like, can lies affect people negatively? 
Yeah, it's got, it, it's got I think Josh and I both had the same like observation on it that it's and I think this was like a 90s thing. It's got like this fisheye lens on the camera. Oh, yeah. But it's it's mild. It's not like extreme. It's just enough that it sort of makes his nose look bigger than it is and more pointy. But I think it also indicates that he's super extreme, maybe. Yeah. Because it was that and like there was like Dutch angles. There was a lot of that. Yeah. So it, it really kind of felt like a, a, you know, a TV show adaptation of a serial commercial in the way it was shot. It does. With all those 90s, you know, does. camera things. Yeah. It, might it well- also telegraphs that I'm going to hate him. So it does yes, two obviously. things. Makes him extreme and hateful. I thought his sunglasses pointed him out as extreme, but but the, <laughs> those, those, those other things are valid. Those other All things those are things can be true, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> the music that they play right before they get into his part of the scene sounds very familiar. See if you yes. can tell who it is. Hello, I'm Lewis Driscoll, and welcome to Trust. Ever notice how human beings don't seem to trust each other these days? I just don't understand holidays, Linus. Yeah, totally. Music by Vince Garaldi's brother Chad. It totally does sound like that. Good catch. Yeah, it might as well be in a peanut special. That's great. Then there's also, and I, I apologize, I'm I'm jumping around here, but they, they also there's one more character thing I forgot to mention. They establish with Grandma, which is she has something with food, and there's a shtick they do whenever they're sitting at the table. But you can't tell, like, is the shtick that the grandmother makes way too much food because there's a lot of food or that it's bad because they kind of play both and you just can't tell. I know they want to make it so it seems like grandma's a fucking asshole. And I just am not seeing why, like everything that they're showing her. She just seems like a wholesome grandma character. Yeah, She's a good she's a good woman. She's a good looking woman. She's a handsome. (laughs) She's a handsome woman. There's a point when she bends over to get some cookies out of the oven and oh, I'm dear. like, I could slap that. The cookies? Right? Am I wrong? <laughs> anyway, Christ. there's a, so we move on. We cut, we cut to uh, the, I, I forgot the character's name, Alex and, and her friend Ray, Ray, right? So they're, they're starting to film their stuff and they can't quite figure out what they want to do and they're kind of bumbling with it. Meanwhile, Vince Meanwhile, Carter, thank you i don't know you can apply that when i'm just talking (laughs) it's like ocd at this point like you have to do it (laughs) at the hall of justice so vince carter head of security and his lackey dave watt are like setting up that device we talked about earlier yes to find out where they are so in this scene i just had to point this out it's like uh vince carter sounds exactly like jesse pinkman yes he does (laughs) if it works out here it's ready. Did you put the DC-161 <laughs> container where I told you to? Sure did. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, if it works was... out here, it's ready. It's ready, bitch. Bitch. It's <laughs> yeah, like, wow, he totally fucking sound like him. That would just The greatest thing about this scene, though, is that he's Vince is reading instructions to the device when the scene starts. He built the device. Yeah, what does he read? Did he write the instructions? <laughs> He's for like, himself? turn it on, uh, turn this knob, three clicks to the left. You're like, you built this, dude. He wrote that like three months ago, so he forgot all about it. That's probably <laughs> a good point. All right, so they're they're tuning in to the the frequency of evil. Is that what they're ASG one sixty one? Oh, oh, sorry, frequency sorry, no, of no. evil. No. Sorry, they're tuning into the oh. to uh, yes, uh, 
GC161 to see if they can find it. Down the way a little bit, Alex and Ray are about to film their bicycle chase scene for their movie. Yep. Is that what this is? It's some sort of like bicycle action Bicycle chase, bicycle chase. Thank you very I'm much. Sure, I'm not sure they established that they were doing what the fuck they were doing. They were just she describes it as a mountain biking action adventure thriller. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm oh. guessing by the Foley that it also involves Ray wearing a rubber bondage suit. I noticed that too. Here, check it out. <laughs> what? Why don't you back up for a bigger shot? Then you won't see the glow. Hmm. We could use something panoramic. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> Did not notice this. <laughs> let, me, let me dust myself down in talc first. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he's making balloon animals in that shot. What, is that supposed to be the camcorder making that kind I, of weird I'm not sense? sure. Here, listen again. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like it's it. It's pretty squeaky. Uh, <laughs> Why is that camera so squeaky? Vince, so to go back to our baddies who are uh, uh, turning their device on there, Vince also has some hardcore George Hamilton tan going on, or he's got way too much Ben Nye golden tan cake foundation on for those uh, theatrical <laughs> makeup enthusiasts among us. Uh, ben Nye. If, if you Nye. enjoy theatrical makeup. <laughs> yes, like the 80s. Like you do the 80s, then you will love <laughs> If you were in high school theater, you know about Ben Nye makeup kits. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, so Vince and uh, dumb guy, whatever his name was, Dave, Dave Watt. Thank you. They focus the uh, machine to find the secret chemical, and it focuses on Alex uh, way, way, way far away. So they follow the laser beam. They hop in their Humvee. Uh, and they head out to uh, go get whoever that is where the laser is pointing out, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, as they do, uh, Ray is got a little bit, he got that, that wider shot. He was done with his balloon animals, and he uh, took off his rubber suit, <laughs> and he walked up the, the, the hill a little bit to get that wider shot, and he can see the Humvee that Vince and Dave are uh, racing towards Alex in, and it kind of turns into an action scene. And Scott, you you had a, a interesting thought here. Yeah, what it I think it's like. a Miami Vice drug boat chase. It's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. Check it out. Come on. Ray, I think the word is action. Oh, in front of you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mike Post. It is Mike Post. They're heading for the port, Tubbs. So she averts it by turning into a puddle, but. Would they have run her down? I don't know. It was weird because that that scene, luckily, the the you know, when she fell off her bike, and once again, spoiler, she falls off her bike. Um <laughs> when no! she fa- I was no. gonna watch that. <laughs> so she falls off her bike and she looks up, and then when she looks up at the the car that's racing towards her, it's in slow motion, thank Christ. So she doesn't get run over. Um, and then we cut to commercial, and when we come out of the commercial, she's gone. Her bike is gone. She's gone. Everything is gone. Uh, Vince and Dave get out of the Humvee, and they look around, and uh, they don't see that she has turned into a puddle of she's liquid She's using metal. puddle powers. That's right. Puddle power. So anyways, she turns into liquid metal slug and hides. Abyss water tentacle. She does. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Dave. For those hentai fans amongst you. Dave notices a lens cap that she had left before she turned into a slug. 
Is that right? He picks it up? Yeah. He, yeah. he, he picks up the lens cap and he knows that there were children here. And then Alex, <laughs> a- Alex is he right picks it up, the... turns it left and right and goes, droid, sir. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how does he know that there were children there? Well, he knows there was someone with GC-161 about. Yes, because the laser told him. That's what, yeah, that's what the laser said. It was a lens cap to a child-sized camera. Only a child would have a lens cap like this, obviously. He right, smells so, it too, maybe three days old. <laughs> too bad the Jovitos don't know you like I do, Belloc. <laughs> <laughs> Start the plane, Jock! Start the plane! All right. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's do all of Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. Show a little backbone, will you? <laughs> I, I was surprised you didn't go for a tattoo uh, reference there. The plane, the plane. <laughs> The very idea. I've just sat on my own balls. <laughs> uh, what other uh, previous episodes of our podcasts can we reference that Sean has no fucking idea what we're talking about? Uh, I mean, all of them. All of yeah, them? any of them. All of them. Yes. All of them. Any, any one of them. Golden Pancake Foundation. Act four, over at the Evil Paradise Valley Chemical Plant, head of security Vince Carter explains to Evil CEO Daniel Atron how he failed to catch the kid when half-wit Dave Watt announces he found a lens cap clue. Why do you keep saying that her name is Daniel Atron? It's Danielle. You know that, right? Danielle is her name, not Daniel. Um, have you seen both Tron films or just Atron? <laughs> All right, so I guess this is uh, where Scott has his note? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no. Apparently nobody else had thoughts on this scene. So, so subtle. Yeah, we get um, in, in this exchange between God, this Vince sucked. and Danielle. Well, you're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. We, we, get a, uh, we get a very serious exchange uh, between Vince and Danielle about everything that's going on that's not at all diffused or cut off at the kneecaps by the music they choose to layer over it. Oh, okay. Tell me again. What did you see? It might have been a couple of kids. It might not have. Our investigation turned up bicycle tire tracks, but of common tread, impossible to trace. There's no other evidence? We were so close. I know. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it took all the drama right out of it. Danielle, the SG-161, it's... It's given me cancer. You know, the thing is, I would Vince and Dave, they, they are paired together the entire time, even to the very end of the show. And uh, it is my belief that there's a pinky in the brain situation going on here. Do they right? die wow. together in a suicide pact in the last episode? Uh, no, they actually go into a sewer and they fight a big clown. And then is that they, what happened to pinky in the brain? Yes. Yeah, that's a exactly oh, right. suicide pact in the last episode. Yeah, that, they could they cut their hands and make a pact to come back if uh, if it ever emerges. That's again. Right, if Pennywise ever returns. Yeah. Oh, all right. It's different in the book. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Which one of them yeah, turns into different. a giant spider? Uh, Daniel Atron. <laughs> Daniel Atron. Daniel Atron definitely does. Turn Daniel's evil Daniel twin. Daniel Atron. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. Daniel. Well. Hopefully I have a chance to make up for my mispronunciation of her first name. Okay. Good luck. But not, but not now. 
because act five back at the Mac house, Alex and Ray review their work, but decide it's too dangerous to use it in the contest. Meanwhile, no, hang on. You're welcome. Asleep at the soundboard. Dennis. Sorry. That fucking cunt of a grandmother is still (laughs) hanging around. We hate her so much. (laughs) And they decide to film her endless perky optimism against neighborhood friend and super downer Robin Russo. Oh, so they had the footage of the Humvee chasing Alex on. Her yeah, bike. which is super exciting and compelling yeah. and, and was going to sure to win the contest. But they're, they're worried, I think, that it marries them together with the chemical corporation. Yeah, so they so don't want to they don't want anybody that. to see it. Well, you, you yeah. also know how like evil corporations can enhance video. So they would have seen her glowing. Yes, from exactly. The top of that mountain. We, we all know that you just stand behind the guy playing the video and you go enhance. Yeah. And, then and they'd look. see that they'd see that was a yellow glow. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. That girl's glowing yellow. Well, they still wouldn't have a clue where she was or that it was even a her because she was yeah. just like Kurt Cobain. Yeah, because she's she's yeah. got the baseball cap on and like the, the tomboy outfit. So they wouldn't know anything, but they would know. We also get uh, per Jeff's note, we get another cooking scene where they seem like really upset over grandma's cooking. But once again, we don't know why. Is it that she makes too much? Is it bad? It's what for the love of Christ? What's wrong with her cooking? She just seems nice and always doing stuff for people. Well, and and like they're at the table and there's a lot of pancakes and I go, that kicks ass. I'd love it if somebody cooked (laughs) that many pancakes for me. I'd never leave the house. There's too many pancakes. So many pancakes. Oh, too many. But this is uh, but this there is television. There used to be a few pancakes. Now there's too many. I Where's my ascot? But this, this is television where there's stacks of pancakes like that. Someone takes one, doesn't take a bite, and they they're late for something. They they go to school. They go to work. Oh, that drives me crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so, like all those pancakes in the trash. Yeah, yep. so this I think they're pissed off because this grandma knows that she like she knows we're on TV, so she has to make a fuckload oh. fuck of pancakes <laughs> so that someone so can this, be late for something. This is also the scene where we get to see uh, Robin's video being made, and Robin comes up with the idea that she's like, "Well, if everybody hates grandma, then of course I'm going to use her because I'm supposed to be." I don't know, like Neil Pye, the depressed hippie on Young Ones or something. I know <laughs> it's never really clear what her deal is, but she enlists grandma. So she, she's making this video where Robin's talking about depressing things and then they'll cut to grandma who's talking about positive things. And once again, it, it, the, the confusion over whether she's supposed to be goth or not, she's got tons and tons of makeup on more than any of the other female characters in the show. But it's like glamour shots makeup. It's not like goth makeup. So it just the whole thing is just weird and doesn't make sense. She does have slightly thinned out eyebrows, which might, I ah, guess. Okay. Be but, a little... but see, if she had paired that with like a dark purple lipstick, I would have gone, oh, yeah. okay, now I get it. Now I get it. It's Nickelodeon goth, which yes. is maybe a Smith's t-shirt. I would have gone, okay, I see what you're going for. What's that quote you're always saying? Like, be be really this, but not. Don't yeah, so, you know, just go out there and break a few rules. Just, you know, don't break any rules. <laughs> now, this is also where we get like when Robin's talking about all the things that are, you know, potentially bad in the world. She starts talking about like the sun giving people skin cancer. And with that fisheye lens we mentioned earlier, they're zooming in on like this morbidly obese dude's 
like bare stomach, like he's got his shirt pulled up and he's lying on his back. Um, and they just linger on it just the right amount of time to make it super uncomfortable. Maybe they're going for that, like David Lee Roth video, like style. <laughs> My doctor says I need to take a laxative. Anybody? Come on, Dennis. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, I've never, I, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about, but that's oh, pretty you, funny. Now you're going to have to go on YouTube and watch some classic David Lee Roth videos. Give me a bottle of anything and a jelly donut to go, go, go. Um, <laughs> and we also get some great background music in in uh, this video that uh, Robin's making. <laughs> and ragweed. Can I see the hot, toxic, lethal sun pouring through the hole in the ozone, slowly killing us? For those video game enthusiasts amongst you, I was like, is this like Gerudo Desert level music from a Zelda game? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's that or a Lawrence of Arabia like sequel. And we also get perhaps the most controversial moment in the entire episode. What a strange yet intriguing young girl you are. Moments later, the undercover child welfare SWAT team descended. <laughs> Is that kind of flirtation that really attracts me to grandma? I don't know why there are two weird <laughs> that characters hair, right? that you're in love with. It's <laughs> Chang and grandma. <laughs> so strange. What if they got together like a Voltron robot and formed oh. Chang Ma? It might be the <laughs> color red is like subliminally attractive to me because she's got red hair. Chang's in a red dress. I don't know. Maybe there's there's a theme you, there that you just know. gets to me. I don't yeah, know. What if Chang had like that big hair and a xenomorph head? Would that just uh, be like the best? I, would, I wouldn't even be able to stand up straight. Okay, so Act 6. Over at Evil Paradise Valley Chemical Plant, head of security Vince Carter explains to evil CEO Danielle Atron nice. that he's tracked the lens cap to a store that's been mm. renting cameras to kids for a video contest over at Atron Junior High. So they go over there and they make Danielle the contest judge. A boom. Then best friend Ray mixes up the two tapes, turns in the chase scene, the wrong one, and now they're totally fucked. And they, did, they oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Dennis. I was just going to say, why did Ray take the other tape with him? <laughs> what was the like, point why of would that? He do that? Because like, like any unorganized middle school kid, he just put both VHSs in his backpack. Well, you know what? We're <laughs> lucky that VHS didn't have porn on it, if I'm being 100% honest with you. <laughs> and we do, though, this, that we get a whole setup for this, like this leap in logic is to okay i found a lens cap what does it mean that's would make like batman 66 envious yeah <laughs> i called all the local camera stores to inquire about the lens cap and they told me that they've been renting out a lot of cameras lately for a video contest being held at atron junior high the kid <laughs> yes the kid was possibly filming in the field and dropped the lens cap when are they screening this project? Later today. Contact the school immediately. Consider it done. And that knocking in the background, by the way, is Dave, who they've locked out of the room. And he's trying to get in to say that he was the one that found the lens cap, not Vince. Oh, but but yeah, idiot. that's a very like, you know, I found Dave this lens here. cap. And Come on, man. Therefore, Dave is here. Dave is here. <laughs> therefore, I called every video camera place in the city and they told me that the school has a oh. contest going on. And. Vince well, looks like an overly tanned Matt Frewer. That's I, I was like <laughs> trying to figure it out the whole episode. And in this scene, I was like, they couldn't afford Matt Frewer. He was too high priced at this point. So they got his overly tanned lookalike. 
And this is also for my gaming friends. Again, I noticed uh, the Paradise Valley chemical logo looks a lot like the Gears of War logo. So that at least made me happy. Again, I think you guys are failing to realize that like Vince always slinks away in every single episode after he and Dave fail. And he tries to take credit for all of Dave's idea. Again, I think this is early. So so is that a running thing where he's like trying to steal Dave's thunder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He locks him out. This is just early, early in the episodes. But Dave, I'd like he's a he's a genius. He's a genius. So the reason why he even hits Alex is because he's trying to eat a sandwich because Vince didn't let him go to lunch. And if he would let him go to lunch, Uh. he would have never hit Alex. See, but that's Never. that's another thing they could have carried through in this, because what could have been cool is if they had had Dave invent the laser thing. But they seem to imply that it's really Vince that invents it. But it's like that should have been Dave. And then Vince could have stolen that. Uh, it's that type but, of nuance that we would expect from a normal <laughs> yes, Alex Mack here, script. And as for I some punch reason. up a 1996 <laughs> Alex Mack script. All right. Well, it, it, I mean, we can work on the reboot and then, you know, Dave will be. That's right. <laughs> A super genius. Obviously, we'd call it Return of the Mac. It'll be revealed at the end that, like, Dave was Danielle's boss. <laughs> That's undercover who's, boss. Who's Danielle? You mean Daniel H.? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Daniel's boss. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. This takes us into <laughs> Act 7. Alex uses her chemically obtained witchcraft to wonk things up with the VCR, steals the tape back, and therefore loses the contest. Back at the Mac house, Lewis announces he won and that filthy whore grandma is still hanging around and giving Sage <laughs> advice. Probably making goddamn food on top of it. Oh, fuck her. Just fuck her so hard. I mean, really, fuck her so hard. All right, take it easy, pal. Oh. What are you talking about? So she spits out some like wonky electricity out of her fingertips to like fuck up the, the VCR, the one single VCR in the school. And to, so they don't watch the tape, the wrong yeah, right. tape. Because they were going to view it like right yeah, there in and, class. And this is 1996, but you're right, Jeff. The, the teacher declares, oh, that was the only working VCR in school. Yeah, even in 96, they were like $99 like yeah. each. So, But yeah, she she zaps the, uh, the plug, which, you know, I don't know. Why couldn't she zap the VCR or erase the tape? Or there's like any number of things she could have done, but she zaps the plug. <laughs> well, how do you know she has powers to erase the tape? Is that part of the the I don't know. situation? She doesn't. She doesn't have chemical GC one thirty one. In Sean and I's reboot, she does. Yeah, right. and uh, she doesn't have powers to erase the tape. She has powers to short out the VCR, the only working VCR, because they must be mm-hmm. in LAUSD yes. in 1996. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. She uses her slug-like powers. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the VCR is jacked, and they're like, well, now we can't view this, so we'll and take the, this and back to... And the tape to... is stuck in the VCR, yes. so yes, they yeah. say, well, let's just leave with the vcr and we'll watch it when we get back uh, to our evil layer i think is what they say and then we'll announce like the winner yeah after the fact so as uh vince is carrying out the vcr and all the other tapes alex is just right behind him and then she uses some other magic that she has to make the tape levitate yeah. out of the vcr that he's she holding. uses the squinty eye telekinesis which oh. i for the longest time thought she was she had poor eyesight and couldn't see which tape but now <laughs> i know squintinesis. it's it's a, <laughs> it's, a it's a trigger <laughs> if you don't squint your eyes you don't you don't have any power whatsoever oh i see but you know oh. they really want you to appreciate it for all it's worth so whereas you know they could have shown it just levitating for like three feet it comes out of the VCR and levitates like 20 feet down a hallway to Alex. It's a good 
solid minute to minute and a half of video that could have been about 15 seconds. <laughs> they spent a lot of money on that special effect. They did. Show every they were very of proud it. of that fucking wire work. They were yeah. going to show you every second. No one will it. remain seated during the tape levitation scene. <laughs> That's right. All right. So then we go back to the Mac house and we realize, oh, darn, we, uh, Alex and Ray did not even place. They got disqualified because somehow their tape was missing. Yes. And yeah. they seem surprised by that, even though they're the ones that did it. They're like, we got yeah. disqualified. Oh, well, whatever. Oh, what was that? <laughs> Sorry. That, that was my fault. I was trying. I, I got a notification a moment ago and I clicked the scene. <laughs> I clicked the I Siri another button. podcast to do. That's right. <laughs> no, to I, the lawnmobile. Uh, if I just wanted to hear someone say "fuck me" all night, then I would, uh, I would, I would become an old grandma <laughs> and let and just appear on Jeff's screen, and hang around with Jeff. Griffin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, goodness. <laughs> um, all right, but who won? It was that son of a bitch motherfucker. It was Lewis. it was the visionary oh. filmmaker of Lewis O'Doyle yes. rules because he he basically just he showed us the the future of uh, of live t- TV, and he That's decides true. to tell us that he won in the guise of a morning drive time DJ. A friend of yours is here. Who? Hey, hey, you guys, check this out. <laughs> check this out. It's number one on the charts, number one in your hearts. Coming up next, we've got Lewis. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking guy. All right. So uh, they, I guess he comes in with the trophy. He's so happy about it. And all the other kids are pissed off at him. So well, they of course. chase him around. Is that what happens? Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. I, the only thing that's screen? missing is the Benny Hill, you know, yakety sax music. Yeah. And uh, grandma is there and uh, she she actually likes everybody. Yeah, that's she's cool. She kind of closes things out here. Aren't they the nicest kids? Even that red one. Oh, yeah. grandma, enough okay. with the casual racism. What, what did, did she, she say? say? I don't hear what she said. She says, uh, aren't they nice? Even the red one. Yeah. Oh, dear. Old Doyle. Old Doyle. Oof. Yes. Oh, no, she's talking one. about the redheaded kid. Oh, I see. But it does. The episode does end with one of my favorite 80s and 90s conventions, which is over the credits. We're going to play still shots of all the wacky times we had throughout the episode. Just so you don't forget. Exactly. Remember this goofiness, folks. (laughs) It was was a 22 minute episode. (laughs) We're going to show you like five scenes. That's right. Remember the good times. Uh, Well, what'd you guys think? I thought it was a great show. I would watch it again. <laughs> that particular episode. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I Sean, feel like uh, Sean it, Cantley has, has okay. up yourself. with the Cantleys. Yes, oh, explain, explain your okay. yourself. Okay, Why okay, okay. was this such a good show to you when you were a kid? Uh, you know, because who doesn't want to be able to become a Capri Sun who has electrical powers <laughs> that moves like a slug who is then able to, you know, move a VHS tapes uh, through a hallway. I, I, if you haven't noticed, I really just like TV shows where kids have powers and do stuff. So, That's uh, true. yeah. So like out of this world, she able to freeze time is really all oh. I remembered. Right. And this, and this show, uh, and this show, she has like multiple powers and, um, you know, so I 
That th this is why. This is why. That's all that captured my imagination. So like hearing all of these scenes without having any visuals attached to it, I, it sounds completely effing ridiculous, and I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know why. But uh, but you, as a kid, is this was this was my bread and butter. I, so I, you know what? once again, we've ruined a piece of your childhood. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what the show is all about. I feel like he's come to the very theme of the show. Like I thought the show was good, and I realized the show was crap. Welcome yes, to yes, uh, Inside the Idiot Box. It, it you horrible. should feel bad about yourself, Sean. You really I, should. I don't. I really don't because you know what? If I, I wouldn't change anything because this will inform my other bad TV choices for you know from the future to come. So that's right. There is. There's the potential. There's. There's two more Cantleys out there on the board. So uh, we don't know what's going to happen. And Which again, are also going to suck. I'm sure. Right. I look. I. I. I won't say they're going. They're going to suck because I love them. I. I thought uh, they were great. So I. That's why I picked them. <laughs> you know. I. I that's why I picked them. I think you wanted me to to try and pick something that was bad on purpose. I picked something that I love so I could hear you guys shit on it and not have to cry tonight. It's cool. It's cool. Actually, we Sean, excel at that. Actually, Sean, we just simply wanted you to pick what you thought was great and knew that that would turn out to be total crap. Oh, so this yes. is a, this is a play and you just brought me on to make fun of me? Well, no, well no. welcome to the ongoing heartbreak of our lives. Yeah. This show has layers. <laughs> oh, I see. It's the same thing that happens to us. We pick a show like an A-team and we think it's going to be awesome because we remember God, loving that show was so great. Yeah. And then and then all of a sudden there's a dishpan guy like in it. <laughs> I don't remember him. What happened? Yes. I never had a dishpan action figure as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> what? And if you did, he was the one you were strapping the M80 to. Right. Oh, goodness sakes. All he, right, was well, a, he was in the bargain bin. Sean. Um, yeah. Why don't we take this opportunity to uh, talk about your podcast? Yes. I'm not crying. You're crying. Yes. I'm not crying. You're crying. It's a show about anything and everything. Uh, this will be. Uh, this is like Thanksgiving, right? Where, where that's yeah, the time. That's today, the time this in. is the Thanksgiving week. We are Thank, we are one day after Thanksgiving. Well, we, we just, and and I'm not crying. I I'm not crying. You're crying. We'll be giving thanks for one. Uh, probably not paying attention to more of the show notes <laughs> that I that I delivered. But uh, our show is about uh, anything and, and everything. So um, you know we 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 will most likely be on break because it's we just we just got done celebrating Wantober. That's right, Wantober, <laughs> which is the the month in which Wan was hatched. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and then someone got him wet. And then someone fed him after midnight. <laughs> yep. And, why wasn't uh, it Shantober? Yeah. It's, well, mostly because I wasn't hatched in uh, October. That that's why, Josh. Ah, I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> okay. I was hatched in August, and uh, so Shantober Sean Sean is what we yeah yeah yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So you guys talk about pretty much anything and everything. There's lots of great topics that you guys you get serious sometimes. You get uh, obviously you're always having a good time and you're fun. You're funny and, and you're and always naked. Yeah, and uh, that's also <laughs> we had we had Dennis on uh, back in uh, back in Wantober and he he that's helped right. us review the the Squid Game. Yeah, uh, we also talked about uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, The Closer. Mm. Yeah, and then um, and then at the end of that, at the end of that uh, that season, we also talked about uh, uh, the great resigning. So, nice. yeah, man, we're we cover all kinds of stuff, and then you know they'll we'll just listen to Juan say "fuck you" for you know for fuck twenty you. minutes. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, you guys because... cover the game, but you do all the real stuff, the things that are happening uh, in the here and the now, uh, where inside the idiot box talks about TV shows that are at least twenty years old that nobody gives a shit about anymore. So that is cool. True. Yeah. Also, uh, you like you guys also cover some mid '90s shows that I love, and then you you shit on. So thanks for that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. 
We're doing it to teach you a lesson. <laughs> and, and despite your poor choices, Sean Cantley, thank you again for appearing once again on the podcast. Yes, yes, we do appreciate it every time you show up. Thank you for inviting me. Always a pleasure, sir. You're the first guest that's ever been on this twice. That's right. Yeah. You're going to become the uh, the Steve Martin SNL uh, of Inside the Idiot Box. Yeah, you're in the Two Timers Club. Oh, that's man. right. All right. If you do All it one right, more so- time, we'll make you a T-shirt. <laughs> hey, speaking of T-shirts, you guys have merch uh, at the uh, I'm Not Crying, You're Crying uh, merch store. It's a shirt, right? Yes. We how do, how do we I have. buy that shirt? I want to buy that shirt. You want to buy an I'm Not Crying, You're Crying shirt? You can. Uh, there, there's a link and our Instagram that yeah. takes you to the store that is, uh, that is actually done by, uh, Linda Meyer Inc. They, they do all kinds of custom stuff, but you can go on that link and pick out a, I'm not crying. You're crying t-shirt. How come we don't have any merch guys? There's no inside uh, the idiot box merch. I got two words, two words for you guys. Hmm. Jeff mouse pad. That's <laughs> oh, that three might be words. three words. That's three yeah. words. I'm drunk. <laughs> well i think now would be a good time to shove off and pick Dennis, uh, yeah sorry are you ahead. sure should we oh, christ should we should we move on hang on a second shoving off is, is an official podcast and naval term <laughs> exactly i'm just i'm just really sad because every time i try to do something <laughs> Jeff, Jeff fucks it up. And <laughs> I don't know why. I am Ooh, the one you of are this the podcast. One. Holy shit. I, I didn't realize be one. <laughs> I didn't realize it. I, I, no, 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 I got to own this. You know what? But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I've done many episodes of the podcast with Juan, and I will tell you, Jeff, that at least you add value. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know that Juan's never going to listen to this. So okay, uh, oh, yeah. not, he never listens yeah. to anything. Yeah, <laughs> probably going to cut this part out. Oh come on, leave come it on, in. Come on, oh, you come send on. me this audio, and I, I will send it to Juan just so he can hear it. Yeah, just, just so he can just hear that it. one sentence. Yeah, uh, Sean, I think it's awesome <laughs> that you were able to come on. Well, I, no, I I really appreciate you guys being on. It's hard to get a word in edgewise because you guys are you guys are all super super funny, and, and then you shit on my show and it makes me feel <laughs> terrible. And then, uh, but no, I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, you guys are welcome on. Uh, I'm not crying; you're crying anytime. Oh, well, thank you. Why, thank you, sir. Sorry, I do talk a lot, Sean. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> here's the thing here's the thing can't get you in talk, word in edgewise you you talk you talk as much as Juan, but when you interject it's actually funny oh well thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference well thank you everybody uh, for listening to our shit on Juan podcast <laughs> <laughs> next episode i thought we shit kind of lovingly on Juan. you no, know yes. this means at some point we're gonna make that mf or pick an episode and appear on here Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no. yeah. he's going to yeah. have to watch. I will make him watch it at gunpoint. He's never going to watch it. <laughs> he's threatening <laughs> he's, him. He's, if you tell him right now to watch it and uh, during Thanksgiving, he will. you'll have to wait till Christmas. Wait, no, I have an idea. Can I pitch yeah. an idea? Let's what, if, what if we recorded an episode of our podcast at the same time they're recording an episode of their podcast and it's all one podcast? <laughs> I Wait, think so it would we go something, something like, like this. this. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 I think it would go something like this. 
It's Dennis, not Juan. Fuck you, Juan. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It would go a lot like that, I think. Oh, man. Are you, how did you do that? I, I have a little soundboard in front of me, so I can, uh, I can bring up any one of our I'm not crying, you're crying sounds. You ready? I killed him. <laughs> and uh, uh, hold on. Hello, Juan. It's me, your period. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, hold on. When, when Juan had realized he's a millennial, are you ready? Holy fuck, I'm a millennial. Outrageous. <laughs> 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 Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I can I can add more sounds on here. Let's see. I also have like I have cheesy ones. I have cheesy ones. You guys ready? Yeah. You guys ready? It's uh, it's a laugh track that Scott was missing. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you guys, this um, show wasn't so bad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but that that's how I did that. There's a little little sound guy going on in front of me. Oh, that's not so. Hey, you know what? I don't care what anybody says. Having a soundboard <laughs> on your podcast is not fucking lame. It's actually really cool. It's the best. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, for the record, Danielle is dead. Oh, she is. The grandmother is not. Yes. I do remember that. I had a note for that. Damn Luann it, Gideon died yes. in 2014. She only 58 years old. Yep. Yeah. Chemical exposure. All right. Yes. <laughs> she didn't get superpowers <laughs> at all. Oh, dear. All right. Well, uh, I think it's uh, about that time that we pick the next episode. It's a little bit of housekeeping on our part, uh, Sean. So you don't got to stick around for that. Uh, why don't you just uh, see but be yourself prepared, out? Because you may be right back. Yeah, that's a good point. You may come back next episode. We may pick a Cantley. Uh, but but listen, we can't have you in the room while we do it. It's too much pressure. So uh, why don't you just go ahead and uh, see that door right there? You just just go out that door of our podcast. Okay. Studio. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. th- thanks for having me on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Get out. Get out. Go, go, go. We got to do this. Go. All right. Get out. I'm, I'm, Bye. I'm, I'm, Bye. Let's Bye do it. Wait, Goodbye. Sean, Sean, Sean. Oh, hang on. Not Sean, come back. Sean, not come that back. Door. Not that door, Sean. The other door. That, that's the broom closet, Sean. Dummy. I was just going to wait in the broom closet because it was too awkward to just come out. While you <laughs> yeah, that was embarrassing. <laughs> All right. That door. Yes. All right. Open it up. <laughs> and walk out. <laughs> Christ, we got rid of him. All right. Well, now that he's gone, I think we can uh, move on. It's that time of the show where we get to pick the next episode. You guys ready? Let's do it. Yes. Wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm ready. (laughs) It's not just me, Dennis. It's time. That part of the podcast where we find out what we'll be watching next week in a segment we call Pick That Show. Yep, that is that time again where we choose the next episode hey, of the podcast. Guy. I'm scared. Uh, once again, it's a randomized pressures uh, on randomized button that we hit up on the big board. Uh, so we've got two Cantleys left on the board uh, and uh, five shows that we picked prior to the season. And this you've week, actually helped me a little bit. Yeah, by taking one of the Cantleys. You out. took a Cantley. Yeah, odds are slightly better by a third. Exactly. So hopefully you won't hit a Cantley unless you want a Cantley. I don't know. Maybe you're weird and you want that sort of thing. Dennis right. took a Cantley to the knee. Ooh. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer. He used to be an adventurer like me. <laughs> and I took a Cantley to the knee. And if you don't get that reference, you're not a video game If you geek. don't get that reference, someone stole your sweet roll. Oh, True. my God. <laughs> you went even deeper. Uh, I did. All right. Here we go. Cut all this out. Here we go. Jeff, you ready to hit the big board? I'm ready. Here we go. Spin it up. Yoey! 
No Cantleys, damn it. No Cantleys. Stop. Family Matters. Oh. Not okay. bad. Okay. Not bad. Family Matters. So that that stars uh, the man who played the cop in every movie in the 80s. And Urkel. No, Urkel did no. Of <laughs> he, he was the cop in every movie in the no, 80s. No, right? it was uh, Jean Valjean. What was his name? No, not Jean Valjean. <laughs> who was the guy? Janelle that, Val Johnson. That's yes, Val Johnson, not Valjean. Jean Valjean two four six zero one. He was the man <laughs> who is some singing needs, guy. He needs backup now, damn it. Uh, and he needs to get rid of. <laughs> I need backup Urkel. in this prison now. God damn it now. Ah, uh, hey, Ghostbusters. Mayor wants to see you. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, so I'm, I am officially not familiar with the show, so it'll be very interesting to yeah, go I, down an episode. You're about to get urkled, my friend. Yeah. Get urkled all up in here. That's right. Urkel was the main star of Family Matters, much like to the Urkel. chagrin of Reginald Vell Johnson and everybody else who actually <laughs> were right. the actual stars of Family Matters. This was like a running theme in the 80s and 90s where, you know, get a show that was intended to be the vehicle for one person and then somebody mm-hmm. else would steal it. Yoink. Family ties could not be reached for comment. Oh, boy. All right. So, uh, hey, Family Matters. That's the one we're doing next week. Jeff. Thank you very much for playing. Thank you. Pick that show. All right, so that's what it's going to be. Family Matters. It's uh, It sure does. That's also like a mid-90s type of show, isn't it? Or did that come out in the late 90s? I can't tell. You'll have to wait until we do all of our in-depth research <laughs> that Inside the Idiot Box is so uh, well known for. Well, yes, Jeff will have to watch the uh, pilot, obviously, because he always does. Yeah. Good luck. Did the pilot have Urkel? No. I don't think it did. I think it was. I don't think it did either. He came later. All right. So you're going to watch the episode uh, uh, that you choose. You're going to have to watch Mm -hmm. the pilot. You're also going to have to watch the first appearance of Urkel, just so you can kind of get a flavor of all of that stuff. That's a lot of family matters you're going to be watching, brother. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, dude. That's what you got to do. This is the life you chose, man. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) The life you chose. You're going to do podcasts. Yeah. All right. Well. I'm up for it. That's my boy. That's I'm my boy. I'm looking forward right to there. it. You can All do right. it. <laughs> so you just you just curl up in that back seat of that car <laughs> with a nice iPad and watch Family Matters. I never asked you that. Do you watch the shows in your car too? Like, how, what other things do you do in your car? Yeah, do you live uh, in your car? Is that what happened? Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a Nissan Leaf, so it's a very nice, uh, comfortable four door. A Nissan Leaf whatever all right well i think uh we should probably end this uh episode so let's leave it here um on the table off the table uh let's leave this episode in jeff's back seat shall we uh and say good night everybody good night everyone good night everyone good night see you next week happy halloween everybody god damn it josh no stop it no 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 It's Juan Ledesma from the I'm Not Crying, You're Crying podcast. And I just wanted to share my review of this episode of Inside the Idiot Box. Dennis, fuck you. Scott, fuck you. Jeff. 
fuck you. Josh, you're cool. Sean, especially fuck you. I'm out. <laughs>